We are in the age of anxiety. Politics, pandemic, inflation, violence, and war. Isn't it just too much? It doesn't have to be that way. Welcome to the End Anxiety Podcast with James Mead and Friends. Here we'll learn how the Transcendental Meditation Program has helped millions of people cope with stress and depression, and how TM can help you to end anxiety. Welcome to the End Anxiety Podcast with James Mead and Friends. If you saw Leah Little on TV, you'd think she must not have a care in the world. She's been an anchor woman for the Home Shopping Network. She has 20 years of experience in a successful TV career. But you know what? The pressure is constant in her world. Live TV, unforgiving camera, unforgiving audiences, unforgiving bosses. If you want to find out how to keep yourself together when the pressure is relentless, check out this session with the indomitable Leah Little. So, <laughs> Leah, um, how did you get into the Home Shopping Network and, uh, and rise up so far in it? Oh, thanks for having me, Jim. It's a pleasure to be with you. I started in home shopping after having a an intuition, a pull. I knew I needed to quit the job that I was in, which was a great job, um, heading up promotion and, and marketing and uh, production for a, a television station in Nashville. And there was a small shopping network that had moved to town and I just, I was drawn to it. And, um, my boss thought I was crazy. He was like, why are you quitting this fantastic <laughs> career path to go and like sell stuff on TV? And so I do you like, have- do you like to shop? Is that a thing? Um, I, I used to like to shop. I used to have a garage full of things that I bought in home sh- shopping when I first started. Right. Right. <laughs> now, and now I've, I've changed my, my muses there a little bit, but, uh, yeah, it, it was so unlikely. And I just, I stepped out, you know, you ever have those moments where you're just like, you know, you have to do something. Yeah. It was one of those moments that showed up. So I moved. Oh, that's beautiful. Okay. So now live TV, you were telling me about that a little bit. Oh my goodness. The camera is unforgiving. It magnifies your mistakes. People are terrified. There are a lot of people who, who won't even, uh, you know, they won't even use their Zoom camera because they don't want people to see them live. Wow. True, true. Yeah, yeah, so- and I, was, I was a bit terrified when I first started too, but that's how I knew I needed to do it. I felt like I was drawn to it because I, it was so challenging to me. And, and I was terrible when I first started, I got to tell you, I mean, I really? not, only, not sell anything. I was stammering. I was uncomfortable. I was sweaty. I was like, my dog's barking in the background right now. Something like that would have totally derailed me. And, <laughs> and now I just realize it's just all part of life. Right. So, um, yeah, I think that I got used to it because I started watching every show that I was doing, watching it back. Yeah. Like afterwards. And okay. it dawned on me that there was some disconnect between how I was feeling and what I was seeing. I, yeah. I started like analyzing and thinking to myself, why is there not a congruent me? Like, why is there this one like me that's trying to do something? And there's this other me on the inside that's just like, you know, paddling on the inside. Yeah. And I realized, you know, I, I want to be transparent. I want to live a life of transparency and, and there's nothing serious about what I do. I'm, I'm offering people great products on TV, whether it's a blender or whether it's products or, you know, it's not life and death. 
And, uh, and so, you know, through a series of uh, therapy and introspection and, and growth, I've come to just realize it's, you know, one step at a time. And, um, so live TV doesn't terrify me like it, like it used to. Nice. Now, did, did you actually go to a therapist, you know, where you, um, Went to- I've been to sure. I've been to a number of, of therapists over the years, um, from marriage counseling, independent counseling, um, lots of different um, introspective paths, and then kind of my own therapy too. Of, I think I shared with you before. Of just, I'm a, an avid um, reader, and I love collecting just knowledge of all sorts. I think that when the teacher is, or when the student is ready, the teacher appears. So whether it's um, inspirational books of uh, Tony Robbins, or I feel like one of the most um, impressive teachers of my life uh, was Wayne Dyer. I listened to him, I mean, endless hours. My father first introduced me to to his work uh, when I was in my young 20s. And I feel like he's been my my best friend in my ears for 30 years now. And you wanted to become like him and, and you have to a large degree. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm not sure how to even um, take that. I aspire to um, inspire the way that he has done with some beautiful. People. Yeah. 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 Now I'm also curious about this career pressure. You know, even Oprah was on for a while and then after <laughs> quite a long time ended her show and, and uh, it's relentless, you know, Dr. Oz ended his show. It's just relentless, the pressure and you have to um, get up for it every day. You have to perform every day. And, um, you know, I re- remember seeing in LA how the people who were in the movie business and they were constantly on edge because yeah, they're big today. But will they be big tomorrow? Oh, so did that pressure was that pressure on you too? I feel like in my younger years it probably was. Probably the first ten years or so, uh-huh. uh, I put a lot of pressure to. I'm super competitive, um, but in uh, the beautiful part about the home shopping business is that you can be competitive and everyone can win because just because I have a great show doesn't mean the next show host doesn't have a great show just because I have yeah. big sale. You know, it's like every and, and the customer wins because you're offering them you know, something that can help make their life easier or help them feel better about themselves. So, yeah, I didn't I didn't have that. Um, exact pressure. But I, I have to say that over the years, I feel like I've grown with it. So at yeah. first there was, you know, that, that big sort of pressure, but then as I realized that selling is just helping selling it, Zig Ziglar said it best, right? Selling is helping. So I realized I wasn't trying to do something to someone. I was just making an offer. It was out there. And Beautiful. so it, up to them, if they choose to, you know, to partake, if they choose to buy something or not, it was just, you know, putting all the features and benefits and putting my spin on it and, and letting her make her choice, whatever that might be. So um, you mentioned big sales. Like, what's an example of a big sale that you that you had? Uh, I remember my first million dollar hour where we sold a million dollars in an hour. And it never actually dawned on me the business side of it because I had, you know, was concentrating on the presentation side of the business as far as conversation and creating rapport with my guests and share, you know, showing the ring and the sparkle or the, you know, whatever it was that the product brought in. And it was in that moment that I realized that's a lot of money. 
We just spent a million dollars. <laughs> a million dollars in an hour. <laughs> in one hour. In one yeah. hour. Yeah. And so it's um yeah, it was it was kind of an epiphany for me. I but you know, it's it's all relative too, because it's um it's all just talking to one person. You're having one uh, communication at a time. You're in that moment, in that live moment. And to me, the sales uh, I've learned over time are not necessarily necessarily representative of the quality of the show. So to me, it's about staying present. It's about having that communication, about having that connection. And uh, some of my best connection moments have been some of my worst sales shows and some of the shows where, you know, the demo doesn't work and the, you know, the tablet doesn't do this, like, you know, trying to get the GPS to work upside down and backwards and it, and then it sells like through the roof. So that's, that's beautiful. So, um, we've known each other for about a month and you're actually my student. You learned transcendental meditation from me and, um, you're in one of these transitions we're talking about where you're moving from one stage to another stage and literally different stages. And um, so what gave us the good fortune that you came to the Transcendental Meditation? Yeah, I'm the luckiest girl in the world. I, I knew that I wanted to do this because a peer of mine, uh, her name is Sean, she was visiting me a couple years ago and she went up into my, uh, my bedroom and said she needed to do her transcendental meditation. And so uh, uh, she went and had her little break and she came back downstairs and she was glowing and it was almost like she was floating down the stairs. Wow. And I thought, I want what she has. What just happened? (laughs) She just went up to my bedroom and then came back 20 minutes later and like, what just happened? And, uh, and so I've been curious about it ever since then. And I was telling your wife, Nina, when I, when I called, um, since you're in my area, uh, seasonally here in St. Petersburg, when I called, I um, was talking to Nina and I had just heard a podcast with Ray Dalio and he was talking about, transcendental meditation and how it has been um, integral in his life for a number of years. And there was another touch point. Somebody else on a podcast I was listening to was talking about transcendental meditation. And I thought, okay, I have to, now's the time I have to make the phone call. And uh, yeah, that's what led me to you. Okay. Beautiful. You know, and, and uh, so you noticed this big change in your friend and that really triggers me because until people have somehow experienced it, and you experienced it by seeing your friend, they don't realize how big a transition this is. You know, I taught yesterday, I taught four people yesterday, and it's almost like they come in the door skinny and they walk out fat, or they come in fat and they walk out, it's like that big a change. <laughs> is, was that the experience? I mean, she went upstairs and she was beat and she comes back down and she's She's glowing and she's bouncing and she's ready for action. Yeah, yeah. And as a peer, um, I recognize that there's a certain crazy that that we have. The we people who work in live TV and do these crazy hours and right. you know, do these live shows all the time. And yeah. And so to have that sort of uh, centeredness and to have it. Uh, in the middle of the day like that in 20 minutes, bam. I mean, that kind of thing happens when you get your once a year vacation. So, and that's about it. Cause usually, you know, we're tired and sleep deprived and 
used to talking for a living and babbling and she just seemed so centered and focused. It was amazing. Yeah. yeah. And so, okay. yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. The degree of the change and it's amazing. And I want to ask you about this, but the depth of the experience, you know, so I, yesterday I taught someone and, and she said, um, and she was actually concerned about it because that's why we have a teacher there to explain it. She said, I stopped breathing. <laughs> you know? And it's such a deep rest that sometimes we do actually not breathe for a while. Very, very fine uh, oxygen exchange going on. And um, so it's that degree, the experience itself. So are you enjoying your experience during the TM? I am. To me, it's nothing short of magical. I don't know if I'm stopping breathing. I don't know what happens. I, <laughs> and I, I, I do have this strange um, gift of just being able to suspend my belief of and my judgment. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I'm, I'm okay with just walking into an experience and seeing what happens or just allowing what happens. And so that was the attitude that I came into studying with you of just let's see if there's magic there. And to me, there was magic. And to me, each time when I go back, it may be different, different levels or different um, experiences um, each day, but it's it offers me a clarity and a calmness when I'm done that I have found in nothing else. It offers me this clarity of thought where I see very clearly what becomes a time waster for me and what becomes working toward my highest motivation. It's literally as though I could go through a, you know, a, a seminar where they teach you, you know, do this organization and plan your time this way and do da, 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 da. It's literally like going into a zone where I just see, oh, this is my next step. And then I've seen cumulatively, even over the last month, that that one next step leads me on just a small trajectory difference to the next step and to the next Beautiful. step. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, no, so that clarity is um, we understand with our TM research what's going on in the brain. It's not some accidental thing. It's an interesting kind of a paradox that on the one hand, you don't even really know what's going on during the TM, which is perfect, actually. And then when you come out and you perform, bam, 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 there's the clarity. You know, so um, so that's really good. Now, um, you're launching into a new career. Uh, is that scary for you? And how's the TM going to play into it? Well, I am so grateful to have had an amazing career in television. And uh, I've taken a step back recently because I realized I don't need to, I, I have the good fortune of being able to retire a little bit early. And so I reflected on what's important to me. And what's important to me is spending time with my family, with sweet daughter and and then I thought, okay, but what is my give back? So if I have time, I'm young, what's going to be important? And what I realized is for me, sort of the trifecta, the sweet spot would be to use this time that I have in front of the camera, this experience and this, this um, knowledge that I've gained to sell something. Okay, so when, what, what would I sell? 
And to me, my passion is reading and learning and growing. I love books that are about motivation and that are about inspiration. And like I said, Wayne Dyer and that sort of zone. And so I realized that I could really take my talent and my skill and put them together. And Dallas, stop. Your dog is barking. I apologize. And put them together. And, um, and so now I'm going to interview authors and I am going to share their stories and their inspiration, sort of being a conduit for them. You know, it's beautiful. And, and what's, what, the work be known. what you're blossoming into is, um, you know, not just being a spokesman, not just being a pretty face. And I saw the way that you read my book, you know, The End Anxiety, uh, where you... Um, I mean, you really read that book before we interviewed, and you had you had bookmarks all through it, <laughs> little slips of paper and questions. And um, so, really, you're an intellectual here. I'm I'm a student. I'm a forever student. I'm, I'm just <laughs> instead of studying the things that I might sell on TV, I'm studying ideas. And what better to share with than that? In fact, it started in COVID because I started to feel. Um, a little bit of, of just um, anxiety. And, and I realized, okay, I just need to immerse myself in great work. And so I started reading a book a day. And my goal was to go for a whole year. And I went for almost four months reading a different uh. inspirational book a day. And I was so full of energy and inspiration and happiness and joy that I just I guess that's kind of what started me on a new path and realizing, you know, what if I just did this every day? What if, what if I just wow. shared? And, and that's, yeah, that's the path that I'm on now. That's very exciting. Yeah. Just, just taking in all this knowledge, you know, now um, I, I do want to dwell a little bit on this, you know, pretty face part. I mean, that was so important in the previous stage of your career. And I suppose really it'll always be a factor, but um you know what um what is the what is the effect of tm on beauty that's what i really want to get at what is the effect of tm and you remarked on it on your friend as she came down the stairs you know and i mentioned to you that we think about i personally think about we could market this as a beauty product you know you could start with there <laughs> it's true go ahead it's true. It's like, it's like eight hours of sleep in 20, in 20 minutes. It's like, uh, uh, pure bliss. It's, there's no cream or injection that can do that because it's not on top and it's not a layer of skin deep. It's literally like from within, like a fountain kind of <laughs> springing up is the only way I could describe it. Yeah, you know, and, and you know what, probably at some really deep level, it literally is that, you know, just like Soma, you know, some kind of inner um, biochemistry. And we know some of that for sure, the serotonin and these things literally come out. There's something in Ayurveda called Ojas that gets deposited on the skin and makes it glow. <laughs> and... And when we transcend into this field of pure consciousness, that is a lively field that awakens, awakens in the body all of these tendencies towards beauty. 
you know, so it's, uh, it's quite something. Um, That's what I love about you, Jim. Every time I talk to you, I learn something new and fascinating, something I've <laughs> never heard of or never thought of before. <laughs> okay, well, beautiful. Now, that's the idea. Now, um, some days you do it twice a day. Some days you only do it once a day. But from a testimonial point of view, how, this is a total leading question. How much better is it when you do it twice a day? When I do TM twice a day, it's a totally different day. It's like a reset. It's like having two days in one. It's like there's the morning time with the morning routine and the, you know, like you get up, you brush your teeth, you do, you make your bed, you work out and you start your day. It's like when I do the afternoon, it's like getting a second day. It's like, wow. It's, it's, wow. Like, it's like starting over. And, and I find myself, I mean, all my life I've focused on productivity and how to get more done. And this is without reading anything, without putting it in a calendar, without forcing something in my mind, my thoughts. Yeah. It's li literally like the ultimate productivity twice a day. I've had yeah. one, yeah. one or two days where I've only done it once uh, during the day. And then I reflect on the way you signed your book to me. That was Be Easy. And so I was like, I don't have to judge this. It didn't happen. It's okay. Let it go. There's no like guilt. I have to keep on myself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, tomorrow's a new day. And then there was one day that I, uh, that I missed entirely. It was, it was a busy day. And I realized every day is a busy day. I just didn't, I clearly just didn't make it a priority. And, and I missed it. Like I craved it. Like, like your morning cup of coffee. Like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, no, it's the body does, you know, but it's not um, one of these. It's not literally addictive, but it um, in so many ways, you know, because we know the benefit of it and like that, we do. We miss it if we don't have it. And then I loved what you said. You know, it's like having two days in one. You know, you have <laughs> got a few tweets growing out of this conversation. <laughs> yeah, I wish I wish in the day when I was doing five shows a day and going live, you know, on one hour, off one hour, live one hour, off one hour. I wish I would have known that because I can only imagine how much more peaceful I would have been through throughout it all. Well, yeah, um, you know, and, and the uh, there's one conversation uh, where Seinfeld is saying, uh, he's talking to Howard Stern, and he says, you know, Howard, I didn't realize that you do this twice a day. I thought it was a once a day practice. And he said, if I had known that you do this twice a day, I would still have my show. It's mm -hmm. that big an effect. So, all right, well, you spoke up beautifully for that. And... Um, so then uh, I basically would just like you to have a little platform here, talk about what TM has done for you and what you see it doing for you going forward and why you recommend it to your big and growing audience. Well, I am a baby on the TM growth chart. So I'm just learning or just starting. <laughs> um, but I love that stage too, because I, am open and I am um, soaking things up like a sponge. And so to me, it's a grand 
experience to just see it unfold. Uh, I find a beautiful peace when I make the time to have my meditation. And I find that my family is very respectful. Um, They're used to me being very uh, adaptive and very aware and very uh, adjusting my schedule if I can to 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 theirs and even my 13 year old daughter is uh, amazingly respectful of this time okay mom's gonna go do that and it's been a beautiful inspiration i feel like transcendental meditation for me has been a moment to just slow down reflect somewhat and then just get into a flow a flow that's always there and that in some ways, I feel like I've danced around or stepped into or tapped into it at some level because um, I'm curious of these things. I have been all my life. But this is a beautiful way to kind of connect into it and, uh, and, and explore and see what comes next. Okay. Well, that's beautiful. And you are just a, a beautiful example of what the TM does for us, you know, and it just gets us focused brings out our inner beauty, it opens up these possibilities so you can really redefine yourself now as this uh, this literary person meeting these authors and bringing out this knowledge to your audience without losing any of what you had before. So thank you for being with us. So the book is End Anxiety. The author is James Mead. See ya and enjoy the rest of your life. Thank you for listening to the End Anxiety Podcast with James Mead and friends. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we hope we were able to help you or help you to help a loved one who is struggling to cope with anxiety and stress during these very difficult times. Although the Transcendental Meditation Program has helped many people across the globe cope with anxiety and depression. This podcast does not claim to dispense professional medical advice. If you think you are experiencing a mental health crisis, we strongly urge you to consult with a healthcare professional. The End Anxiety Podcast is produced with the kind support of Scout Media and Select Book Publishers, with editing and audio production provided by Kenichi Sugihara. Our theme music, Looking Back, was written and performed by the group Paper Planes. If you like the content of this podcast, please subscribe on whatever platform that you use to get your podcasts. And please hit the like button to let them know that you approve of our work. Last but not least, End Anxiety, the book, is available wherever books or ebooks are sold. And it is full of even more useful information about anxiety and the benefits of transcendental meditation. My name is James Mead. Thanks again for listening. And tune in next week for another episode of the End Anxiety Podcast. <laughs>